Hi, this is George Slaughter for TV Confidential. Watch it. Don't watch it. Listen to it. Ed Robertson with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station. The usual time, eight-time Emmy Award winner Ed Asner will join us to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Plus, we'll welcome actress and filmmaker Penny Pizer. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, we will close out this hour by playing the conclusion of a conversation that was recorded earlier this year, pre-COVID, pre-lockdown with Susie Friendly. Susie's career in television production spanned more than three decades and included many different kinds of television programming, including variety shows, variety specials, live telecasts such as the Emmy Awards, the NAACP Image Awards, and the Democratic National Convention Telethon, as well as scripted series, including the groundbreaking HBO series Brothers and many of the early shows produced by the WB network as well as such sports competition shows as the superstars as we pick up the conversation Susie and i are chatting about some of her experience as a stage manager in television we worked on a show that it was called uh jim stall was on it called laugh tracks oh okay okay and carolyn raskin who started out on laugh-in she was really she was the man anyway we did this show and I was supposedly the stage manager. This is you know, before I started doing any of that. I mean, I wasn't really a stage manager. Mm-hmm. So we'd go and like, I'd count them down, and I'd go, five, four, three, two. Uh, I was all over the place with it. But we did have uh, Howie Mandel was on the mm-hmm. show with Lucy Webb, and they did a thing called Mama and Papa Razzi, mm-hmm. and where he, surprisingly, Howie, who has this fetish about having clean hands, I've he's, heard, I've heard out, that. he's out on the street shaking hands with people, and, and Lucy Webb, and they're interviewing people, and I'm trying to keep crowds away. I mean, I had a drunk little bottle at me. That it was just, I mean, that was really fighting for your life. But I was not the best stage manager at that time. I kind of learned later on. I were. I uh, worked on a show, a show yeah. with Ed, with George Slaughter, and I got to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So that was way in the beginning, but that was... Well, look, <laughs> you learned... <laughs> the hard way. You, you learned by doing. Yeah. You learned by doing, you learned by experience, and you were lucky that you had people like Banner who would say, okay, Susie, <laughs> you did good here. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, next time you do this, keep this in mind. And, right. and because they recognized you were talented and they would give you more to do right. and you learned right. and you remember these things. What did you work with Schlatter on? It was another show that didn't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> it was a pilot. Susan Anton was in it. Okay. Um, I think I, I think I remember. This. I think, uh, yeah, um, it got canceled right away. We did four shows and we were canceled. A guy by the name of Gary Necessary was the unit manager, and they'd say, is it necessary to have Friendly on the show? <laughs> and uh, we did like four shows for NBC. It was four. And then uh, I got a call. I think it was from Gary, and he said, don't come in today. I said, oh, are we... And I said, what's going on? And he said, that... I said, what, are we pushing a day? And he said, no, the show's over. So I, I guess the network had seen it. Um, it was it was crazy. No one was acting right, and uh, Dudley Moore was alive then, and he was he was going with Susan, mm-hmm. and he kept bringing the whoopee cushion in. <laughs> it was just, 
It was the most bizarre, disorganized show in the world. Nothing went right. Yeah, but that that had nothing to do with you. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember that. Yeah. Know? No, look, some, sometimes you get all the pieces together, you put yeah. them together the best way yeah. you can under the circumstances within time and budget and... Whatever. And whatever. It's out of your hands. Right. It's out of your hands. When we did the Emmy Awards the first year, uh, in 1965, when mm-hmm. we did the Emmy Awards, <laughs> Danny Kay was going to be... We had so many people that were going to be the host. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a gentleman by the name of Will Glickman who was writing everything okay. for us. And Will would come in and he'd say, Oh, okay, so I got this for uh, Milton. Milton Berle's going to be the, the host. And he'd say, how does this sound? He'd say, oh, Will, we forgot to tell you. Milton's out. So then he'd start with Danny <laughs> Kay. But then we were at CBS, and there was a guy by the name of Tom John, who was a very good art director mm-hmm. at the time, great guy. And I did a whole book on this after it was over, but we were trying to do the tablecloths for the tables. Mm-hmm. And... All of the the engineers' wives and everybody got involved in what the color should be, and I, they had all these swatches. It was crazy. Everybody that should be involved wasn't involved. And um, I remember uh, when I had been at MCA, I had gone out with um, Cliff Robertson a couple of times, and he was oh. now <laughs> and he was now married to Dean. Okay, let's go. He you, was you, now married you just to Dean my question. and okay. he and. He did a show called My Sweet Charlie. Yes. Yeah, which he was so good in. Yeah. He was so good. Yeah. And he got he either got the he, Oscar. He did. Yeah. He got the Emmy. Yeah. So I went to him at the during the show and I said, You're so good, Cliff. I know you're gonna get this award. Well, he was terrified years later and I talked to him. He said, Did you know? Did you know was this a setup? I said, <laughs> No, Cliff, you were really that good. Yeah. yeah. He was a nice, nice man. That's that's, that's what I've been told. Yeah, that's what I've lovely been told. man. Yeah. Uh, now, you're listening to a conversation recorded earlier this year in our studio pre-COVID, pre-lockdown with Susie Friendly. Susie's career in network TV production spanned more than three decades and covered many different kinds of network TV programming, including live specials, variety shows, movies of the week, sports competition shows, and award ceremonies such as the Emmy Awards telecast. You mentioned uh, the 65 Emmys. If I remember correctly, at that point, there were, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I think back then there were there were like two ceremonies. There was an L.A. ceremony and there was an, a New York ceremony, uh-huh. and, the, and they would cut back and forth. Right. Was, that, uh-huh. was that still going on? That- no, I don't, I don't remember that. I remember taping that, but we did do a Democratic telethon. Again, for Bob. Bob Banner. I remember those. (laughs) And we went back and forth on that. Okay. And we started with a a 35-page rundown. And within two minutes of the show, we were down to one page of where it was going. Carolyn Raskin was producing it. It was crazy-making. I mean, that was really funny. Groucho Marx was an old man. We were helping to... I was helping lifting him up to the stage. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything. You talk about craziness. That was it. So you're on the floor. I was actually, I was in the booth. Oh, you're in the booth. I okay. was in the booth because this is just starting out and okay. what I was doing. But, you know, they and then I'd run, they'd run out of the booth. They'd say, so oh, God, they can't find somebody. So I'm out looking for them because the stage manager was, so, it was just crazy, craziness. That's when John Y. Brown was running. He'd say, John Y. Brown, I'm not a, I'm not a chicken person. I'm a people person. <laughs> 
You mentioned Groucho. I just a few weeks ago we were we had a conversation with uh, Steve Stolyer who wrote a great book, which is a behind the scenes look at the last three years of Groucho's life, and it's sad and poignant because Groucho physically his body is yeah, failing him. Yeah. Up until the very end, I've been told he was sharp as ever. Ever. Uh, Always. He was, I mean, he had to be carried onto the stage, but he was right there. Yeah. Great. It was great. Those were good times. Okay. Let's go back to your experience working as a stage manager, especially for live TV productions. I understand in many respects when you consider all the different personalities that you got to get together behind the scenes, sitting in the wings. In a lot of respects, it's like herding cats. It is not easy to do. How did you do it? Well, that was that again was the stuff that we do at It was crazy. It was, you know. Especially if you're working on location. All location. We were all over the place. And uh, it was. It was. It was. That's where I kind of got the backbone to, to be a producer because you're just. The, we had all kinds of music sets, and we had this and that, and and you never stop. You know, you're all over the place trying to get a hold of them, especially then. I mean, the musicians were crazy making, but it was fun. Again, it was fun, and I learned a lot from Carolyn Raskin, mm-hmm. who was really, really, really one of the best producers uh, I'd ever met. I mean, she just had it. She knew what to do. And I get to talk to her every once in a while. That's good. She's still in life. All right. Well, look, all the craziness and all the, you know, having everything come together, especially at live events, I mean, it when it does come together, you know, when you when you have uh, someone from the booth talking to you in one ear yeah. and then you're trying to make sure right. that, uh, you know, Luther Vandross this or is whoever is, is there so that you can... Right. Uh, but it, when it comes together right, it's a beautiful thing, it's, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. You feel good. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about some of the award shows that you've worked on. Now, uh, it's uh, as a viewer, it's, I mean, award shows, they're not the most dynamic form right. because it's people getting up right. and saying thank you very much. And, and But behind the scenes, there's a lot of stuff going on, and you know, whether it's just coordin- get, getting, getting, all the presenters to show up when they're supposed to and leave on right. cue and and uh, to me that's a challenge that's it a is, challenging thing to I work on. I worked on the NAACP the first year and it was just it was bedlam. It yeah. was it was awful. It was so hard. And then when uh, Muhammad Ali retired the first time, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was that was another crazy crazy show because. We were down at the forum, I guess that's where it was. Yeah. yeah, and I was at the gate to, you know, I was doing, I was credentials person at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said to one African-American that came in, I said, I, I need your credentials. And he said, out of my way, honky. I've been waiting 100 years for this. I said, hey, get I'm just doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you have any interactions with Ali himself? No. Oh. No, I never got to okay. ever meet him. No. Right. Final question, Susie. We've talked about some of the many, many shows that you've worked on throughout your career in television. Are there any shows you watch today that you like or admire and, and why? Oh well, I mean, they're mostly they're <laughs> I like my cooking shows, but I do like uh um, this is us, and I love I love um, Fleabag, and I love 
Downton Abbey, and I love, oh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is the best. That show is so well done. I mean, it's choreographed so well. It's a beautiful show. I have to, I mean, I've got, I have Maisel on my on my Amazon Fire Stick. I haven't yeah. watched it yet, uh, but I hear it's very good. Oh, my God, it's the best. You have, I mean, the, the costumes, and she is so good. All of them are just incredible. And Tony Shalhoub, oh, my God, he's fabulous. And Maren Hinkle, who was on uh, Two and a Half Men, plays the mother. She is, I mean, they're just fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and, Marvel, and Mrs. Maisel is, I mean, amazing. Amazing. Susie Friendly, I have had a delightful time meeting you and talking to you about your career in television. It's Thank been you. a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. All Thank right. you very much. We'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Don Wells. Eric Braden. Samson Williams. Troy Finnis. Peter Borshaw. Lindsay Wagner. Loretta Swift. Ben Asner. Uh, a lovely, enchanting interview. It's all the information. It wasn't an interview. Well, thank you. That's, that's what I try to do. That's what I, I try to make this a conversation. You made it. That's TV Confidential every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. 45 years of the Rockford Files, revised third edition, the complete history of the Rockford Files on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 years of the Rockford Files, available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Hi, this is John Binder. You're listening to TV Confidential. Well, let's hear it for him. Come on, come on out here. This is Soul. One of a kind. Love a fairy. Music that comes from deep in the heart. Read about in a By the artists we love. Hey, Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. I want to tell you a little bit more about the Soul of the Midnight Special. Soul of the Midnight Special brand new DVD compilation from Time Life that features more than 70 live performances by Al Green, Aretha Franklin, Patti LaBelle, Bill Withers, Marvin Gaye, The Spinners, Teddy Pendergrass, The Stylistics, Chaka Khan, Gladys Knight and the Pips, The Ohio Players, The Stylistics, and other legendary soul artists that originally aired on the Midnight Special between 1973 and 1976. The Soul of the Midnight Special coming Tuesday, October 13th, on DVD from our friends at Time Life. The performances on this five-DVD collection are uncut and hand-picked from thousands of artists who appeared on the Midnight Special during its iconic NBC run. And as we mentioned earlier in the program, many of these performances have not been seen by the public since their original network broadcast. It truly is an incredible time capsule of the greatest soul artists from the 1970s, all performing their biggest hits in their prime before a live audience. The Soul of the Midnight Special coming Tuesday, October 13th from Time Life. And as always, our friends at Time Life have included a host of extra features as part of the Soul 
other Midnight Special, including exclusive interviews with James Brown, Gladys Knight, Patti LaBelle, Maurice White of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Bobby Womack, George Benson, and many, many others. That's the Soul of the Midnight Special, the Soul of the Midnight Special. Brand new five DVD compilation available Tuesday, October 13th, wherever DVDs are sold through our friends at Time Life. A reminder that Allison Arngrim will direct impressionist Rich Little in his very first virtual concert performance, Rich Little Virtually Speaking, which will stream live Thursday, October 15th, beginning at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Tickets are $15. For tickets and more information, stageit.com. Stageit.com. Allison will also be performing Nellie's Scary Prairie at stageit.com on Thursday, October 29th. She'll also be performing Nellie's Nasty Noel at stageit.com on Thursday, December 17th. You can also book a 15-minute interactive chat with Allison Arngrim at coachtheworld.com, coachtheworld.com. Allison's radio show airs Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. Pacific time at ubngo.com, ubngo.com. Plus, Allison continues to perform her live readings of the Laura Ingalls Wilder books every day beginning at 1.30 Pacific time on her Facebook page facebook.com forward slash allison.arngrum every day allison wears a different bonnet as she reads a chapter from one of the laura ingles wilder books those bonnets are also available at loose-gravel-productions.square.site loose-gravel-productions.square.site that'll do it for our program this week folks ed robertson baffer tony figueroa donna allen phil grace and greg airbar Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we will talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415 415- 886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.